1: Welcome to the Rotowire DFS Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Tuesday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at Rotocurve, Rotowire, and as a featured writer on the DraftKings Playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh JoshHayesFS. The Rotowire DFS Podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate, review us, please go ahead and don't forget to share and subscribe. Benicio, welcome to day two of the uh, Fantasy DFS Week tuesday's action on tap here got a lot of um, interesting matchups here with eight teams in action uh, 16 teams in action eight games to play with here for tuesday what's your initial thoughts here
2: my initial thoughts here are i'm paying up at the point guard and power forward spot because i can find value at the other spots there and it's going to be another day of the marcus cousins and a couple expensive point guards (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right fair enough yeah uh we got the kings there on uh on the back-to-back set in a good spot against portland traveling not too far up the road here so should be pretty interesting here let's go ahead and talk about this point guard position here at benny we got uh we got westy we got lowry chris paul david Lillard, john wall um nothing but all stars i believe in the, in the top five here is up to the top Then we haven't even mentioned rajon rondo just below them mm-hmm. uh overall how do you have your um uh point guard position shaking out for today or for tuesday
2: Yeah, I mean, you got a whole bunch of guys in good spots. you got Russell Westbrook going up against the New York Knicks, who we talked about the wizardry of somehow them not being the worst team in the league against point guards despite, you know, Jose Calderon defense. Mm -hmm. But Westbrook did go for 60 against them, 64, I think, earlier in the year. So I think he's in a good spot as a guy worth considering paying up for. My only problem is at some point you have to ask yourself the question, you know, Um, do you pay up for Westbrook or do you pay up for Cousins? Because I don't think you're going to be able to do both of them. And unless DeMarcus Cousins gets suspended for getting two technical fouls and ruining everybody's night on Monday, Mm -hmm. I don't see a reason why you don't pay up for DeMarcus Cousins over Westbrook. Maybe for tournaments you can go the other way, but for me, if I have an 10,500, 11K player, it's going to be Cousins, which I know plays a completely different position. But when you're talking about roster construction, You know, yeah, we would all love to play all the 10K studs together, but you're not going to be able to fit them. So I like Westbrook a lot, but if I can't fit him and Cousins, you know, it's a very easy decision for me which of the two I want because there are a lot of other options at point guard that make sense. You got Lowry in a high-place game going up against John Wall. He put up 50 fantasy points the last two times these teams met, which would give him 6X value if he could do that again um and this time the game's actually at home in Toronto so i like him really like damian lillard going up against sacramento um again sacramento plays at such a high pace the scores are always really high lillard is the guy who does all the scoring for portland i think that's a great spot for him also think you have a really good spot for um ish smith who yes he is a little bit expensive at 7500 but again this is a guy who's put up like 50 fantasy points in a couple of his recent games 40, high 30s. So going up against Phoenix, who is a high-paced team that is absolutely horrible at guarding the guards, um, I think that Ishmith is another guy that's in play. And then if you wanted to go cheaper, you can even come down to a guy like, you know, Darren Williams, who we talked about before. Even with him, you know, not playing great in his last game, he has still been putting up 30, 35 fantasy points right around 6K going up against the Lakers, who we've been picking on with guards all season long. And then um, if you really need to save, you can come down to a guy that we talked about before, like uh, you know, like maybe a Donald Sloan going up against Miami. You know, probably gonna see some Bino Udra defense who's another cheap option you can consider there. So I think there's an absolute ton of ways to go with the point guard spot and a lot of guys that I like, which is why I said it's probably gonna be a three point guard day. Um, and probably a spot where I'm willing to pay up for the, you know, guys in that like Lowry Lillard range because I think I can find value that I like better at other positions.
1: Yeah, I like that there overall. I uh, I think there's um you you can make a case for one through five as terms of what you want to. I, John Wall is fifth in the list because it's on the road uh, at Toronto against Kyle Lowry defense. So that that makes some sense. I mean, to a lesser extent, I think you have to tick down Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. as well. Although teams have been scoring. Uh, against Washington as of late. I'm still okay with Rajon Rondo um, um, at Portland. You're, you're still going to have to pay a decent price uh, against him here. And if you want to make a case for Damon Lillard, who, who got hot as late, what I want to do here is my, as my – uh, my swerve here is get in on Darren Williams. They're just the Lakers have just been coughing up so many points to opposing point guard position. And if you want to limit to GPPs, that's fine to me. I think he's actually maybe safe enough for cash because the price is still pretty low. Six thousand two hundred was what he paid at Houston, and the price there's no way that price comes up after he throws up a four point dud in thirty two minutes um, against them in that spot. And you know it's just been an absolute turnstile in terms of defense with uh, with Lou Williams and um, uh, D'Angelo Russell uh there overall so that's that's how i have that situation uh shaking out uh overall and you know what even if you wanted to take the flip side of that i would think for gpps uh, i i won't hate it uh, uh overall with uh d'angelo russell he's been playing pr- pretty consistent there uh, late. he's been the price tag has been hanging in the 48 4900 range and he's hit five times value in four straight games uh overall and come up with a nice 21 point performance but he's playing like a two this is my my problem with D'Angelo Russell though? He wants to shoot the ball too much for a guy who's supposed to be leading this team at the at the point guard position, and it's killing Jordan Clarkson's value uh, overall. And maybe Jordan Clarkson gets ticked up here. Um, if he uh, once Kobe gets off this roster and they they can you know give more minutes to the two guys who are the who have the most talent on the team, and I think Jordan Clarkson is actually more talented, believe it or not, than DeAndre Russell. Some people may disagree here, over but one of those guys needs to assert themselves as the, as in the point guard role. And DeAndre Russell is showing like off the bench at least. Maybe this is a function of him, you know, com- coming off the bench a little bit more and sort of embracing the six man scorer role. But he's not assisting enough for us to uh, for, for me for my taste uh overall as a starter but you know as a cheap option um you know uh in somebody that I guess we we have to look at D'Angelo Russell as a shooting guard on DraftKings at least is he fan do you know if he's fan eligible at point guard
2: by chance I th- I'm pretty sure he's point guard on uh on no way. yeah I'm pretty sure he's point guard on I you know what FanDuel I'm not sure I know on DraftKings I'm pretty sure D'Angelo Russell's a point guard isn't he did they move him
1: um, I'm checking for you. Okay, let's see here. Russell.
2: Almost positive he's point guard on DraftKings. I'm not sure on FanDuel, though.
1: Um, I don't see him coming up as, am I on the right slate? No, I'm not on the right slate. That's maybe part of my problem here. Ah.
2: Okay,
1: okay so let's see here. D'Angelo Russell is point guard on on, dra- on DraftKings, so I am speaking correctly yeah. there. All right, I was on the wrong page for a uh, second. Yeah, I'm,
2: to be honest, I haven't really been looking at him much, so I don't know if he's, shooting guard on Fanduel. I'm pretty sure his point guard over there too, though, unless they moved them recently.
1: Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't jumping around, um, out of space here, but overall, but for at least for GPPs, I'm fine with them overall because we know that Darren Williams, Raymond Felton, JJ Iberraia, that's not the greatest spot in terms of, uh, a defense overall that you can uh, get exposure to. They've been doing a decent job, um, a decent enough job. I guess I, I, I will say holding their own. They're middle of the pack. Oh, but I have no problem attack, attacking them if uh, if you want to do that. The only problem is, is the Lakers are always a, in a blowout spot, um, you know, in terms of, uh, uh, of of this game. But they have one thing in favor of them. They are at home. So definitely risky in, in, in terms of that spot. But, you know, there's one spot you can sort of consider paying down to if you don't want to get um, exposure to the top guys. And I don't know why you would. Maybe we're just talking about the, like your number two guard position here. Um, anybody else you want to mention before we move on to shooting guard?
2: No, that's about it.
1: All right, let's go ahead and flip it over to shooting guard here and talk about your top options here. We've got some uh, some big-time boys here. Victor Oladipo um, is uh, in a good spot against Milwaukee, in my mind, as manning the point guard position. We've got Chris Middleton, who's been gunning away, DeMarco DeRozan, C.J. McCollum. Who do you like here today?
2: Um, not one. Well, actually, the guy who I like the most is somebody who you didn't even mention and is completely not somebody that I think is going to be expensive, although I expect this price to go up. I think the top shooting guard option you got to look to roll out there is going to be Archie uh, Goodwin on, uh, yes. on this slate. Yes. Now that's the caveat I'm going to throw out there is as long as Brandon Knight's not playing. Right. But the other night he was 3800 and he put up like 35 or 36 fantasy points or something. Some he's got like nine x, ten x value in his last two games. Now he went from 3100 in the first game to 3800 in the second game. Based on what I've seen DraftKings do, I'm expecting him somewhere in like the 44 to 46 range. If he's in the 44 to 46 range, to me, he's lock and load if Brandon Knight is out. Because he'll be the starting point guard. He'll play 38 to 40 minutes, and he'll probably get you around 30 fantasy points. So anything less than 6K, I think, or I I should say anything less than 5K, I think he's an automatic start. Once you get into the 5 to 6K range, that's when you would have to start kind of thinking about it. So if they jump his price thirteen fourteen hundred dollars, maybe this isn't the greatest play. But as long as he's below five k, to me he's lock and load.
1: All right, yeah. For me, uh, so I love Archie Gooden, That's a call provided to Brandon Knights out there as well. I want to also get exposure to Devin Booker. I know that he sort of disappointed mm-hmm. fantasy owners uh, there in the in the last game. He didn't he didn't crush you or anything else like that. But he didn't hit five times value because he fouled out of this game. He had fifteen points, two rebounds, one assist. But you know there was if. Um, Archie Goodwin, uh, doesn't hit that last second shot. They go to overtime and then you're sitting there pretty there with, uh, with, uh, Goodwin and Booker. And that's sort of what I needed Sunday to, 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 to help me out and save me because I mean, Goodwin, Goodwin p- paid off the tag, but you were, you, you needed just a little bit more out of Deckenberg, uh, Devin Booker to reach five times value there. And he had a chance to get it if he wouldn't have fouled out and they would, if they would have went to overtime, but if, and buts are, you know, like what they say, uh, as, yep. Uh, as well, so we can talk about some of these other uh, options that a little bit m- that make a little bit more m- more sense uh, here overall. I think Monte Ellis uh, is a guy who's a little bit underrated, uh, but has been playing pretty well for whatever reason. The um, after just running hot and crushing the Kings, they just completely went away from him, and I guess it was for good reason because Paul George decided to catch fire there in the fourth quarter uh, for the uh, the Indiana Pacers and kept them in the game. But Monte Ellis has been a guy who ha- has been. Pretty much um, playing fairly well. I know he's sitting here at just under five times value in the last couple contests, but it's JJ Redick defense against um, uh, the the LA Clippers there. And then aside from JJ Redick defense, you you combine that with you know Jamal Crawford who comes in the, and Austin Rivers. None of those guys are great defenders uh, overall. They've been league average on the season uh, overall. But you know if you take a look at what's been happening uh, w- with them in, in the last week or so, they jumped down to the bottom ten in terms of uh, shooting guard uh, d- defense or DVP uh, rank um, at the twos. So you can definitely s- sort of take him as a little bit guy that's uh, under the radar, that's priced, I uh, believe, uh, just below DeMar Rosen, C.G. McCollum, Victor Oladipo, and I think make a case for him at least for GPPs because he's under 7K and he's been f- uh, fairly productive and it's a good defensive spot. So a little bit under off the radar for me uh, overall. How do you have your lineups uh, stacking up at shooting guard?
2: Yeah, other if I if Brandon Knight plays and Archie Goodwin's off the table, I like your Devin Booker call. He's probably going to be the other cheap guy that I would roll out there. Um, if I lose the chance to to roll out Goodwin, if I had to pay up, if I had a roster that allowed me to pay up, I like C.J. McCollum in his spot against Sacramento. Uh-huh. Um, again, high pace, high scoring game. You know, McCollum is a guy who can put up numbers. Uh, against Sacramento. Sacramento's always struggled to guard shooting guards, even without Ben McLemore as their shooting guard anymore. So I think C.J. McCollum is worth it. And then Chris Middleton has been probably the most consistent player on Milwaukee. He gets 37 to 40 minutes, puts up 35 to 40 fantasy points. His price is at 7K. It's getting a little bit pricey where, you know, the upside is kind of off, but I think he's safe for cash. But honestly, if you want to spend up on Boogie and you want to spend up on some of the stud point guard options that we talked about, which I think is the way to go, you're going to need to go a little bit cheaper here. So for me, it's one of the two guards for the for the Phoenix Suns. Hopefully Goodwin. If I have to go to Booker, I'm not going to be upset about that either.
1: Yeah, you, you, you hope that you get the choice between um, one of the two. So... Um, That way, that if you have a you you can feel good about like the the volume going one way or the other. If they um, both get into the lineup, I would choose Goodwin um, between the two. But I'm okay rostering both
2: at least for GPPs. Now, Um, if they're if Goodwin's price hopped up to, I think Booker's been around five thousand on DraftKings. So let's just argument's sake right now, if the two of them are if Booker's if Goodwin's cheaper, I roll Goodwin, and it's not even a question. If they're both five thousand dollars or fifty one, fifty two, whatever the price is which of those two would you roll
1: um okay ask me the question one more time i was okay flipping uh, around here on on yeah no
2: worries um like i like i said i mean booker i mean goodwin's been like 3800 but we both know that price is coming up sure so if DraftKings decides to put booker and goodwin at the exact same price for this game Mm -hmm. which of the two would you choose
1: I would have to go with Goodwin because I think he's going to have the ball in his hands more, and he's mm-hmm. less foul prone than than. than uh, um, did, I, did I say Booker, or I meant to say Goodwin?
2: Yeah, you said Good. No, you said okay. Goodwin, okay. and I yeah. agree with you. I mean, Goodwin would probably be the way I would go.
1: Yeah, I want the, the point guard in almost every spot because I think he could do. He has more ways to win you fan to win you, to score fancy points overall. Booker has to score and then decide to do something else like rebound above his average or something else like that or distribute more than he's normally done, you know? So that's the issue that I have overall. Um, All right, so anybody else that we need to mention at Shooting Guard before we move forward?
2: No, like I said, to me, it's a position to save on this day.
1: Alright, I, I agree with you there as well, and we potentially have some at least two good spots in the in the Phoenix uh, game there as well. Don't forget, uh, podcast listeners, rotowire.com slash pod is your official 10-day free trial for you to take advantage of. So if you love the website, love the podcast, and the information we provide to you, you have access to it now for free at rotowire.com slash pod. Lineup optimizers for all the major sports, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college football, and soccer, no matter what DFS site you play off play on. If you're On one of the eight major ones, including FanDuel, DraftKings, Fantasy Score, Fantasy Draft, we've got you covered in every uh, spot available for um, all the projections, uh, uh, daily numbers, rankings, uh, lineup options for all those sites there. And then we have complete uh, draft kits available for all the major sports as well, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, just about to pop out here in magazine format and online for your iPad your iPhone, uh, and along with customized league projections and up to the mid depth chart. So make sure you take advantage rotowire.com slash pod. Tell them Josh and Benny sent you. All right, let's go ahead and send everybody over to the small forward position and talk about what you want to do here for Tuesday.
2: Yeah, this is another position where I, I think I'm going to save a little bit and go kind of in the mid range. Um, I like Kevin Durant for cash, but he hasn't been showing the huge upside that you want for a tournament. Carmelo Anthony's banged up and has a tough matchup with Durant, so I'm not really on him. Paul George against the Clippers, I could see him having a big game, but he's kind of expensive and hasn't been reaching value, so I, I'm pretty much off him. The guy who I like the most here is in that second tier, and that's Chandler Parsons, who's been going absolutely nuts lately, Are 40 fantasy points in his last three games or more. And he gets a matchup with the Los Angeles Lakers here, which is, you know, everybody's favorite matchup. Everybody comes and and has good games when they go up against the Lakers. So I really like Chandler Parsons. He is by far and away my number one option. If I don't use Parsons, um, I'm still staying in that lower range. Guys that I'm looking at are uh, Robert Covington going up against Phoenix, high-paced matchup. You know, he, we talked about him on the Monday pod, been playing a little more minutes, been... Uh, you know, putting up a lot, a few more points. So I think Covington is in play. Aaron Gordon, your boy, I think he's in play. Uh, PJ Tucker with all the injuries they have on Phoenix. I think he's in play. Then Derek Williams as a cheap option from the New York Knicks, you know, whether Melo plays or not, I think he's getting enough minutes to be a, you know, viable punt option. But my favorite play by far is Chandler Parsons.
1: All right. Are you, is your voice going out? Are you going Barry White on me right now? Yeah.
2: Well, you know what happened? We actually had, I, as you know, I coach high school basketball and we had a game over the weekend that, um, you know, got down to the end and was kind of close. And I literally didn't have my voice at all on Saturday. So I, I, as as we've done a lot of talking today, I'm starting to lose it again from all the screaming that I did on Friday night. So. All
1: right. Can I get a little like Barry White action for you? Be like, my darling I. Can't get enough of your love, baby.
2: Can we get a little bit of that going on? I'll try it. Okay. Um, is that the only band? I don't even know that song, to be honest with you. I've heard it before, but I don't know the lyrics. Any but... Barry White you want. Hey, listen. I, I can't get enough of your love, baby. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> it was like a talk, but he does have a portion of the song where he talks, so that's cool. I've, well, to- I've
2: told you before, I'm not a singer. You know, I have I know, many well, talents you- in life, and singing is not one of them.
1: You got to put a little song into it at least. You know, like uh, this is not the part where you like you like like boys to men, where you are like, baby, I know I done wrong. That's what you gave me. You gave me a little like boys to men bass but that's okay. That's cool. We'll work on it. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll coach you up. That's no problem. Um, you you coach the basketball players. I'll coach the scene. That's that's how we do it on this show. All right, that's for nice. me, um, you know what? We've we've got a couple uh I- I- interesting guys here because um, if PJ Tucker is you know back in the in the in the groove here and in the lineup there, as sort of an underrated guy that you mentioned here, two of the past three games he's paid off six point two and seven point two. Had the little bit of a dud, but uh, against San Antonio, but only played six minutes. I think there was a little bit of a like a um like a knee or sternum issue that he had um yeah he got knee in the sternum is basically what happened on, the, on on that Thursday game on the 21st and he left the game didn't return but uh, o- underrated guy so, so but in probably the most trustworthy starter a- among the group that has a reputation for playing 30 plus minutes and is underrated so against Philly in that matchup i think you can you can make a case there as well and i'm okay getting exposure to to Robert Covington although he's been super risky um you know for the majority of January with the exception of a couple different spots here, but he has picked up the reproduction of his light. So you want to limit him to GPPs. I think that's fine, but under six K, I think you definitely need to take a look at least uh, for your tournaments uh, against a, a bad team in, in, in Phoenix or are you okay with either of those options.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think Covington is a is a solid guy that I would, you know, be okay rolling with. He's more a tournament play than anything else to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I really want him in cash. I think Parsons is your cash game play. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Parsons is easily far and away my favorite guy. But I like Tucker and I like Covington. I think those guys are, are viable, cheaper options. Um, although I think Covington right now is about the same price as Parsons. So for me, it's just it's Parsons, you know, like he's – Got the matchup against the Lakers. He's been producing lately. You know, Dirk and Zaza are a little banged up, so they're leaning on him more. And I just feel like he's, you know, he's the chalk small forward, cheaper option that you can use in order to be able to fit the guy who we're about to talk about when we get to power forward.
1: All right, fair enough. The one thing I did we didn't get to mention here on the Monday season long show that sorry I came across um, as I was going through the news is that um, the situation that we have here with Mello is he's starting to feel some knee soreness, which is why people are jumping on the Derek Williams train. So we need to take a look at that for at, at the power forward position here as well. So we can talk about that now. Um, a, a, as a matter of fact here, we've got Cousins, as you mentioned, lock chalk option. The prices probably can remain high as long as he doesn't throw up a dud on the Monday. And a slightly, the reason why we're asking about that is because, like we always say, we record this 36 hours in advance with the exception of the Monday show. So something that you need to pay attention to uh, there as well. But your, your thoughts really quickly on uh, Derek Williams as, as a viable DFS option for Tuesday and then I'll let you get into your top options.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, from what I'm reading, Melo is still going to play Tuesday against OKC. So, like I said, I think he, I think Derek Williams is a guy that you can consider, um, but I don't think he's a guy that I'm like definitely going to be rolling out there yet. But as far as cheap options go, he's already starting to play some more minutes. Melo's already playing a few less minutes. And as long as he remains as cheap as he's been, you know he can put some numbers up when he gets in there. Or at least he showed us that he can this year. So I think he's viable.
1: I think he's willing to gun himself up into enough p- penance, um, uh, points, um, points and minutes uh, in the minutes he's getting, just like uh, Josh Smith, for example. Yeah. So
2: is there is there still a daily fantasy site that subtracts for? Miss shots like I know I think it was Draft Street used to do that but I don't know if there's anybody that does it anymore I don't know I I
1: hope they don't because otherwise you could have a problem with Josh yeah well that's what I was gonna say
2: other than you know if if you're not playing on that site whatever site that may be I don't think there even is one anymore there's nothing wrong with guys like Josh Smith and Derek Williams because if it takes them 30 shots to get their 20 points they're, they're gonna try so yeah I'll take the 20 points and the 20 fantasy points that comes along with it
1: yeah, uh, I agree with you there as well. So, um, yeah, it's somebody that you can make a case for over, overall here. Uh, so l- let's take a look at some of the other options that we have up here up top here. I mean, we, we, we I don't know if we you even want to talk about cousins because we know he's locked chalk and it's an elite matchup against Portland. So we can we just say if you can afford them, you play them and set it and forget it. And we can talk about the secondary options. Are you cool with that?
2: No I don't even want to say that because if you have if you are playing a game you have enough money in your salary cap to put the Marcus Cousins in there, so you click on whatever game you're gonna play you put the Marcus Cousins in there and then you work the rest of your lineup around them Portland's big guys are horrendous uh-huh. and he is amazing and I was a little apprehensive about paying eleven thousand for him on Monday unless he plays like fifty minutes in an overtime game on monday he's he's like the first guy that goes in all my lineups on, on Tuesday. So he's even better than if you have the money to pay for him. It's you got the money to pay for him, figure out the rest of your lineup after that.
1: All right. Fair enough. Um, uh, so let's talk, let's figure out the rest of the secondary options that you have. You got Chris Bosch against Brooklyn. He uh, looks like a top projected often. Uh, if you want to, uh, take a little bit of a flyer on New Orleans as well against a bad, um, you know, Phoenix frontline, John Luer and company, you got that option there as well. And then you got Dirk against LA. Uh, how do you, uh, differentiate between these guys?
2: Literally, if I'm playing Cousins and locking him in, if I need a second power forward option, the guy who I've been looking at is Julius Randle. Uh-huh. Um, Randle going up against Dallas, he's going to draw Dirk Nowitzki defense, if Dirk even plays, because Dirk's been taking a lot of games off lately. Mm-hmm. If Dirk doesn't play, he's going to draw, like, Charlie Bill and the Wave the White Powell defense, which I'm perfectly fine with. Again, he doesn't play 30, 35 minutes, but even in the 25 minutes that he's been getting, especially with Nance still out, he's been putting up double-doubles. So I'll take the price on Julius Randle as my power forward, too, along with Boogie Cousins. I'm not messing with any of those other guys up top there. I'm paying up for Cousins, and then I'll pay down for, like, a, a, a Julius Randle. And to me, that's basically the way you go about the power forward spot on FanDuel On DraftKings, I don't even think I would use the second power forward. Um, I'd probably wind up using, like, Chandler Parsons, the Marcus Cousins, and then coming down to, like... You know some of the guys we discussed, like the P.J. Tucker's or Rob Covington or something like that, because I just think there's more value at the small forward spot than there is at the power forward spot today.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there as well. So you you do have some secondary options if for some reason you want to pivot a, a, aside from that, or you're looking just for to create a, a GPP lineup that that can sort of hit a home run that won't contain Cousins, which it's understandable for me. I think you can you you can make a case uh, for that overall, but I think you really do need to draw the line here at. Somebody like Randall, uh, for instance. If you want to go Porzingis at home against OKC, I, he's played better at home than on the road. I think he's th- averaged three points more per game at home uh, than the, on the road there as well. I, I do prefer Dirk Nowitzki in this spot, but you take a look at some of these other options that are just really ugly. Markieff Morris was a guy that you could have used before he started getting his minutes cut again, and you know he became questionable uh, with a shoulder issue. So uh, aside from that, you know uh, Jordan Hill was a little bit of actually a surprise um in the spot but you know you'd have to limit that to GPP only cuz the minutes have been hit- horrible before he double doubled um against the LA uh, against the Sacramento Kings on the road so if you wanted to make a case I'm okay with that I would prefer to actually um you know if I was to use an Indiana guy Miles Turner has been a home run hitter and I believe he's center eligible if I'm, if I'm correct on track. Oh yeah. Answer.
2: we Yeah. He's, he's on the center list. All right. So let's go ahead and flip
1: over to center. Um, we might as well now since we're here, but before we do that, we got to let everyone know who, if, if you are looking for a website right now, don't forget wix.com has you covered. So no matter what business you're in, wix has something for you because they're used by more than 75 million people worldwide. Wix makes it easy for you to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website. So, with hundreds of designer made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag and drop editor, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or a designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own pre- professional websites every day. So, when you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy, too busy worrying about your budget, too busy scheduling appointments, too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where where Wix.com comes in. Well, with Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the stunners at the center position here, Benny, and talk about what you want to do aside from Miles Turner on Tuesday's slate.
2: Yeah, there's a couple cheap guys that I think are all viable and will allow you to play boogie cousins and some of the big point guards that we talked about. Miles Turner is one of them. Now, you have to be careful because, I mean, let's uh, let's talk about him first. 5X, 5X, 13.6X, 8X, 12X, 7.5X. I don't think you're going to get him at 31 to 4,100 anymore. He'll probably jump up maybe close to 5K or so. Now, he's still viable at that price for me as long as Jan Mahimi is still out. If Mahimi's in there, I don't think that Turner is going to see the 28, 30, 27, 31 minutes that he saw in the last four games. I still think he'll see 24, 25. I still think he'll put up 25 to 30 fantasy points. But if Mahimi's in there, it's definitely going to affect the number of minutes. Now, this is the kind of guy that I really like as a cheap option because he can actually play. If you've watched this guy play, he's good. Like, he's not just like, oh, we're starting him because he's 4K. No, we're starting him because he's 4K and he good. So, you know, he... (laughs) He, he's somebody that I'm gonna have in a lot of rosters unless he gets like a huge price jump up into like the 6K range or unless Mahimi is in there because that would really affect his minutes. But if he's gonna if Mahimi's out and he's gonna see 30 minutes and he's gonna do it at below 5k, he's gonna be in a lot of my lineups. Now there are some other cheap options who are also in good spots. Um, you guys heard me talk about Willie Cauley-Stein, how I think that those minutes are real and that he's going to be a big part of what Sacramento's going to try to do going forward. So I like Willie Cauley-Stein here again. Again, he's going up against Portland, too, just like um, you know his teammate Cousins is. Portland's big guys are her- a lot of scoring. Um, so I like Willie Cauley-Stein. And then the third guy that I like is um, Tyson Chandler, who went absolutely bonkers the other night. Um, what did he have the other night? He went... 13 points, 27 rebounds in 44 minutes of play. The game before that, he played 36 minutes. Here's the deal. They're so thin right now that they basically have to give minutes to him and Len. And they're playing him and Len together. And they actually look kind of good with the two of them on the floor together. So they beat Atlanta last time out, 98-95. Of course, Atlanta didn't have Millsap. But, again, I think that this is a good matchup for him. And I think that, um, you know, remember, we, we talk about playing centers against Philly because... Okafor is a guy who gets his shot blocked a lot, and Okafor is a guy who doesn't rebound really well. But what are two things that Tyson Chandler does really well? He blocks shots and he rebounds. So if you're playing a guy who doesn't do those, who gives up a lot of blocked shots and who doesn't rebound well, you know you could see another 10 or 11 point, 15 to 16. I don't think you're gonna get 27 rebounds again, but you know he had 27, 20, and 14 in his last three games. So this is a guy that at four thousand dollars, like his price was the other day. Gave you 14.5 times value, 9.5 times, and 6 times in his last three games. I think you see that price go up a little bit too, but if he's 5K or less, I mean, I might even go up to 6K with him because he paid 40 and 60 fantasy points in his last two. So I think he's the other viable, cheap option. And then the one guy that I would pay up for, if Hassan Whiteside is out, you know, we talked about that leaves Miami with Udonis Haslam. And who was the other guy we talked about? Haslam and... Oh, Amari Stoudemire at the center position. Brook Lopez is going to eat the two of those guys alive, if that's the situation. So if Whiteside is out and you have the money to spend up, I think Brook Lopez is a viable guy that you can spend up on. But otherwise, I like some of those cheap options, and they allow me to fit the big-time point guards and the big-time Boogie Cousins in there, and that's probably the way I'm going to go with my roster construction for cash and for GPPs.
1: Yeah, Um. if he eats um uh if brooke lopez eats um you know that group alive is that make him a cannibal
2: i hope so because we really need brooke lopez to bulk up a little bit so the protein will probably be good for him
1: well first of all we need to use the proper name terminology and that's brolo okay from from here forward so if you want to call him brolo the cannibal i'm fine with that overall that works for me uh and then his brother is Rolo, like the like the candy and a little bit softer which fits the profile overall so we just so we're, we're all up on everything that we need to use. I'm okay so like um sort of do, going Vegas style on Jalil Okafor and rolling the dice because it is Phoenix and we know they've had you know multiple problems. I know that you've talked about Tyson Chandler as a more viable option here overall, but you know, Phoenix has been so bad overall and I want to trust the fact that Tyson I mean he Julio uh, Okafor had a game of three straight games where he scored 20 points or more, and then you know, and he did have the double double uh, against Portland in the soft matchup there, and I think this is a similar situation against Phoenix overall. But you probably need to see it to happen overall, and I want the price to stay low and then actually drop the 100 bucks, it may drop some more because he he threw up a little bit of a dud against Boston. Thank you very much in my, in my G in my cash lineup yesterday. You're So I want to trust you, but you're going to have to show me. So I'm going to put them on the radar as a watch list guy. If you want to you know, use them as a flyer. Okay. For GPPs. Um, but you, but this might be a spot that you can attack them, attack them uh, at home against Phoenix. Other than that, I think you've covered all the calls that we like sufficiently at the center position. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Uh, don't forget. You can always check us out here on iTunes and Stitcher. So uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe, download, let your friends know, tell your mom, get her into the DFS, use her as a referral, you know. Uh, we definitely <laughs> appreciate that. You can use the code RotoHoops if you're signing her up on DraftKings. We appreciate that. Uh, you can check her, um, uh, Benny out on Twitter at BennyR11. Send all your comments, complaints, and questions to me at JoshHayesFS. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good luck in your Tuesday lineups. We'll see you next time.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?